What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. to the future but embrace our past we study we analyze we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday we exercise trial and error religiously through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
here from Grundahl. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallo Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Used to say 91, now it's his 53. Came off the couch, he was having some fun out on the West Coast, not racing, but uh, Bradley Tapp, filling in for Alex Ray. How's it going? Uh, good. Um, we kind of made this decision last minute. I've been uh, outdoor testing on a 250, and then Alex got hurt, so the team obviously needed a 450 guy, so I was like, why not? And why not? Uh, the the bike's, uh, bike looks good. You look good on it. Uh, how much time do you own a 450? Um, I got I rode it two days this week, so we're kind of didn't get a lot of time on it, but I felt pretty comfortable on it right away, so we decided to give it a shot this weekend. Well, uh, then you're happy to be riding press then. Yeah, very happy. Uh, I'm, that, was, that was one of the reasons why we decided to do it, just because I got pressed this weekend if I did decide to race, so we figured it was a good race to, good race to try. Absolutely, and actually this one uh, in particular I think is a really good idea for you guys to try because uh, as a new 450 rider, I find that like that heat races and LCQs are a little bit more difficult than just going out there and throwing down a great lap. Like you can probably, like you're most likely be able to put in a top 18 time tomorrow just off times. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I, I want to stay out of the LCQ, so I'm yeah. hoping to go out there tomorrow and uh, just get comfortable on the bike mainly, but get a lap that puts me in top 18 so I can just go straight to the night show. Yeah, night show, and then uh, from there, uh, it's all gravy pretty much because you, you made your first 450 main event. Yeah, exactly. Three. Yep. You like made like three times more than, you, than you've ever made before in your life in one night. <laughs> it's kind of exciting. Yeah, I think I was looking at like the pay stuff and like I think for just for me to make the night show, I got six at Glendale on the 250, and I think I only got like fifty dollars more just like mm-hmm. than I would get just for making the night show on the wow. on the 450. That's incredibly ridiculous. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, uh, you're you're happy to be there. Um, you got Ivan Drago over here, uh, Heartraft, uh, like beside you. What, what's 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 this guy's deal? What's he like to work with? Uh, he's pretty good. I mean, he's questionable Drago. sometimes. He's uh, Sometimes he's I wonder Mr. if he has serious. a brain. I see him at the gym, and he's just not having fun. He's just like, yeah. should have seen him in yoga. Like, just. Oh, yoga's terrible. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was not having it. Nah, he's uh, he's usually good, though. Yeah, he's yeah. good? Yeah, he's Two of you guys? Throw yeah. down laps? Yeah, he's, uh, we've been training together, and then whenever he was out in California, he was living with me, so we get along pretty well. Okay, fair enough. Like, who did the dishes? Oh, mostly him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, mostly him. Fair enough. Well, he's staying with you, so like, yeah, he can he can pick up uh, the slack a little bit. Well, best of luck this weekend, my friend. Get used to the motorcycle, and uh, yeah, just do your thing. Awesome, thank you. All right, cool. Heart raft. Uh, I often do recall refer to you not to your face as Ivan Drago. Good thing you you can pronounce it. Right? Heart raft. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pre- a lot of people do not pronounce it right. Ranft. Hot yeah. You well, I'm. I'm. Right. Well, I'm Brad Gebhardt, but it's DT, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, Gebhardt." I'm like, 
no one, no one ever stumbles over Earnhardt, yeah. but they can't get Gebhardt. But that's, I'm just complaining about myself on my own podcast right now. It's kind of weird. But uh, Mr. Hartraff, how are you, my friend? Good. How you guys been? Hey, not doing too bad. We're in Atlanta. We're a long way from Canada, so we're enjoying ourselves. He does kind of look like him, doesn't he? Like, look, like hey, if I, I, have I, my hair gelled. Yeah, straight up. Guys ripped his hand, but I'm pretty like. Yeah. That's Dolph Lundgren. That guy's ripped. Nah, but him, man. Yeah, man. Uh, but um, you yourself, uh, two rounds now. How are you feeling? Uh, def- I feel like I'm progressing every weekend. And uh, again, like last weekend, all day was going really great. The night show, the first heat went down. So I uh, had to go to LCQ and then rode really good in LCQ and dumped it last turn, last lap. So, uh, But now just uh, looking forward to this race and uh, see what we can do. No kidding. Dumping it in the last corner there, uh, coming up short. Um, like, what was more disappointing, that or a huge penalty that was more like uh, throwing a, a hand grenade on a mosquito? Uh, well, the first round was my first pro race ever, so yeah. I was just I was just out there just to get track time and get used to everything. And then mm-hmm. uh, last weekend, just felt way more comfortable and confident and rode great all day. And uh, I expected to do even better than I did in Arlington, so then... When I got when I went down, it was a very big heartbreaker, and uh, no, nah, I mean it's all good. Uh, everything happens for a reason, so. Fair enough. We'll wrap this thing up. Looks like you guys are gonna do some riding out there. Best of luck this weekend, and uh, have some fun. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Atlanta pre-race interviews. Uh, Weston Pike. Weston, how's it going? It's going good, man. How about you? Ah, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm in Cal- I'm in Georgia for the first time, and it's uh, like minus 25 where I'm from. So okay. I'm 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 enjoying things. Yeah, that's a little bit better here than wherever the hell you're from. What's that cold? Oh yeah, yeah no. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm glad we're not going there this year. Actually, no, yeah, hey. <laughs> saves enough. me a trip across the border. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Any hiccups with that ever? Like it was just a pain in the ass. Just once they they held me over there and searched my car and all my stuff. But that was once. So that was privateer that was days like, when you were probably like like you're sketchy Weston. Now you're professional. Weston. That was privateer days when I flew into Buffalo and drove across like an idiot. But mm. now I just fly and it's less hassle. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, flying is pretty easy. Even yeah. though yesterday I was in transit for 17 yeah. hours. Uh, we won't get into that. But uh, um, Atlanta, uh, last year, um, like you were not here last year during due to an injury. Yeah, I had an injured last year, so I wasn't uh, here. So. Brand new stadium for you. Uh, brand new bike. Uh, what's the feeling coming in? Oh, it's always good, Atlanta. You know, I'm always have good vibes here and. You know, I love this place. I've always done well here. I've led a lot of laps here before um, and back in 15. So, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and it's always a good venue for me, a new stadium, new bike, everything. So it's pretty good. Pretty well. Three main events. Uh, how does that play into your strengths? How does that How does it hurt you? No, it's, it, it should be a good thing, you know what I mean? You, know, you get a little, little more time in between, less time on the track, so you, everybody yeah. can kind of regroup and, and put in a full effort. So, um no, it's triple crown. It went well for me in A2, so I'm um, hoping to do the same here. Fair enough. Last question for you. Uh, good. That's awesome. There's a good chanceability that you find yourself. There's a good chanceability that you find yourself inside the top ten at the end of the points uh, for this for the season. If so, what's your permanent number? Um, you know, I haven't thought about a permanent number yet. I think. I'm so sick and tired of changing numbers. Like, if when I get my permanent number this year, I don't even know if I'd want to change from 34 or just keep it or pick 31, which is my childhood number. So I might, I might pick 31, but I'm, I'm kind of iffy on changing again. I might just keep it what it is, possibly. So we'll see. See how it goes. Fair enough. Well, uh, regardless of what number, we look forward to seeing more of you. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks, man. Cool.
I guess I'll talk to Kyle for like a hot minute. Alright, so the first time I ever saw Kyle uh, Peters, he was not heavy enough to set his own start device at Milestone last year. Uh, has anything changed about that? Do you still need assistance to set your uh, device? Uh, no, you know, really been hitting the gym lately, um, yeah. working on my buys. And, uh, the buys and the tries? Yeah, buys and tries, and, uh, you know, just trying to get swole, you know. Yeah. Um, looking up to West End. Mm. Uh, we're both kind of on the, on the roids now. The and the same uh, now? Um, pretty close. Okay. Um, he's almost to my level, so. Oh, right. It's, it's going well. Um. <laughs> Squatting ass to grass. Four, 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 425 on the bar, no problem. <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, a, a kind of a rocky start to your season. How do we recover? Uh, you know, just uh, keep keep putting the work, you know. Uh, worked really hard this offseason. Um, getting the bike really, really good. The whole t- Auto Trader Yoshimir, Suzuki, JGR team has been been amazing, helping me through the process. And, um, you know, rough, rough, rough two races so far. Uh, first one being my mistake and uh, just going long on a jump and, and crashing. And then uh, this past weekend getting taken out, which was a bummer. But, uh, you know get my starts dialed in and uh, get, a, get a few hole shots and not have to worry about anything. Three main events uh, this weekend. Uh, some pressure uh, with that. Obviously, the three starts that really matter. Um, is that something that's going to play into your strengths or is that something that kind of ner- makes you a little nervous? Uh, it'll definitely play into my strengths. We've been uh, working on pretty much nothing but starts. Uh, my riding's been really good at the test track. Just got to take that into Saturday. And, uh, and uh, yeah, just... just really dial in um i've been i put in the work i put in the time and uh it hasn't really showed the past two weekends but uh this weekend is a new day and uh we're gonna we're gonna make it happen so i'm i'm pumped on the triple crown format uh i'm i feel like i'm in the best shape i've ever been in and uh i think it'll play in my favor for sure uh any thought process going into the pink gloves for this weekend uh you know um just kind of just kind of run whatever they bring me uh the yellow, red, and pink—it's a—it's a—it's a good good combo, I think. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make it work. <laughs> I, I like the combo of the high vis on the gear with the high vis on the boots. That's that's a nice touch. Yeah, that, that's lit kit. Yeah, lit kit award. Um, <laughs> but no, it's uh, I'm I'm stuck. You gotta get it. an Arai helmet that matches though. You're kind of like you go you're like matchy matchy and then like not so matchy. Yeah, you know. Uh, do what we can do. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but no, cool. they, some high vis stickers or something like exactly. That. You know, we'll, we'll make it happen. Can't go with high vis on the goggle. It like is. you've actually put a little bit of thought into this. To be completely honest, um, it seems like you've been kind of not really. <laughs> kind of not really. All right. Yeah. Fair just uh, awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you giving me some time today, and best of luck for the rest of the weekend. And uh, yeah, kill it. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming by. Here in Atlanta, with none other than Jim Nicotas, the Ripper. People don't call you the Ripper as much as they used to. But uh, how's it going, big guy? Uh, it's, it's going good, honestly. I'm happy to be here and uh, just getting comfortable on the Suzuki and, and enjoying the new team and the new atmosphere and the way everyone's taking care of me. A little bit of a, I feel like it's a, almost like a rookie year for me with this new team. Everything's so different and, and just good and, and cool, so I'm really thankful. A rejuvenated Ripper, uh, a Ripper that's no longer uh, uh, de- dealing with Lyme disease, and uh, and like the results have showed. A podium, your first ever, uh, a little bit of a step back uh, last weekend, but uh, how do you bounce back from that? Um, honestly, I just get a good start. Last week, I put myself on the ground in the second turn and came from last, so if I do that, then it's going to be 10th or 9th or 8th, somewhere around there. You can't. These guys are too good to, to give them that much time in the beginning, so just um, get starts, execute three good main event starts, and uh 
try to win one of these main events and then see where it takes me. That's pretty much the goal. Um, obviously, you guys do sprints throughout the weeks always, uh, but is there anything like uh, you can simulate for as far as this format throughout the week to kind of combat the fatigue factor that comes into basically being that intense three times? Yeah, it's hard to bring the intensity in practice because it's practice, but yeah, I did 8, 10, and 12 this weekend uh, or this week leading up to try and see it. Timed out the gap in between with my food and see how I functioned with everything. So I feel like I'm in a good place. I know what to eat in between sessions, when to eat it. Um, how to recover fast. I, I feel like I'm really good at recovering faster. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I think this is uh, this event will suit me really well. Fair enough. On the East Coast, uh, where, I, where I think you kind of belong a little bit as far as Supercross goes, um, how do you think things will sh- shake out when the, the West Boys come out over to, to play uh, on the uh, for, for Indy? Like, are you guys going to show them what's up or what? Um, I think it's going to be a showdown. That's what it's for. I mean, there's always that east-west debate, and I, there's so many good guys on the west. You know, you got AP leading the championship. You know, I ride with AP back in California when I'm there, and you see how fast all these guys are. So it's just going to be a, an all-out duel, and may the best man win. I can't, I can't say who's better, east or west, but uh, we'll find out here in a couple weeks, and then we'll find out in Vegas again. Let's get a Sethro update. Uh, the guy drove like 35 hours across the country back to uh, North Carolina, uh, and he's there full-time now. Has he been riding, though? He was riding a ton prior to coming back, but has he been putting time on the bike? No, he hasn't been riding much, just running and cycling and basically take, taking care of me and Brandon doing what he does best. So, uh, no, he hasn't been doing much riding. We're going to, once the outdoors come around, we'll start, he'll start getting in the mix again. Fair enough. Does, how does he come down on you? Like, how, how does he, like, have that, like, because you guys are buddies, obviously, yeah. but, like, how does he have that kind of, well, I wouldn't say awkward conversation, but the real conversation, be like, hey, you're not on the straight and no, you're not taking care of business, if you ever do kind of fall um, off a little bit. I'm pretty good with the program. I enjoy what I do, and I try to make it so we don't have to have those talks, and uh, so far this year, we haven't had to have anything crazy yet. Uh, a little bit in the off season, I had a couple rough days, and that's just how it goes and he was pretty hard on me and we didn't talk for a day or two but that's dude that's how it goes you know he believes in my best interest and if i'm acting like a baby he's going to tell me Mm. and it's just going to make me that much better to you know it's one thing if some random person tells me but to have someone i truly believe in and followed my whole career growing up and we raced together and he knows when i'm on or off so for him to kind of lay into me i know i need it so i more just trust in his ability and what he's telling me and that's kind of the, the game plan, but I try not to get to that point because that means we're uh, we're struggling for the day. Fair enough. And I know all my fans want to know, mostly I want to know, how does the Suzuki compare to my 2005 KX250, which you went five, six for six in moto, moto wins back in Manitoba? Uh, that KX250 was pretty fun to ride, I will say, but I think the Suzuki's got her covered right now. I rolled right my now. bars into my lap. Yeah, I, I did. Like I dropped that. the bars down. I did what I could, but uh, that was a really fun day, and I appreciate you letting me ride the bike. Uh, <laughs> made some Canadian bucks on that thing, Thanks and so. Uh, it was good and fun and got to it mix it up until with, you got the exchange rate yeah exactly <laughs> i got to mix it up with some of the best manitoba riders in yeah. uh in that area so it was uh it was a blessing it was really fun and uh but i'm, I'm pretty sure the suzuki's got her covered fair enough appreciate the time man no problem hey everyone let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly then we'll be right back to the podcast thanks for listening FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, 
and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drake's has created an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Entiknap, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the collective experience today. TheCollectiveXP.com, as well as the Collective EX on Instagram is where you can find the collective experience. Do so immediately. The collective experience. Nobody gets you closer. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. The most action-packed event on the planet is back, bigger and crazier than ever before, with the largest ramps you've ever seen. Nitro Circus, the global youth entertainment phenomenon, returns to North America this year with the epic Next Level Tour. This spectacular brand new production, an all-moto adrenaline rush, will have depth-defying tricks, jaw-dropping world's firsts, and absurd stunts. It all adds up to a thrilling show simply too big to fit indoors. The Next Level Tour launches mid-May, just in time for summer, and will visit over 10 cities across the continent through June. Brainchild of Travis Pastrana, global superstar, action sports icon, and Nitro Circus ringleader, the Next Level Tour features the best athletes in action sports taking on the biggest ramps in the world. The Nitro Circus design team has put it all on the line with this show, doubling down on the risk factor. The FMX Next Level Takeoff Ramp alone, a towering 15 feet above the show floor, a whopping 5 feet taller than any ramp toured before, will launch riders more than 60 feet into the sky. The landing ramp also looms large, standing 23 feet in height. The Nitro Circus Next Level Tour will include several athletes, including Bruce Cook, Jared McNeil, Jared Duffy, Blake, Bilko Williams, and many more. For more information, visit nitrocircus.com. Hey, Big MX listeners, just wanted to take a moment to uh, let you guys know about Viral Brand and Viral Brand Goggles. Uh, Viral Brand Goggles are a relatively new company, and we've been working with them for about a year now, and uh, they've got some really cool things going on, which include uh, not only when you buy a pair of goggles, you will not only get a goggle bag, which of course you get with most goggle bags, but uh, with most goggles rather, but uh, you'll also get tear-offs, you get a 10-pack of tear-offs, and you also get an extra clear lens to go along with your 
your mirrored lens than uh, the tinted lens that the goggles come with. Uh, so it's kind of a more of a, more of a package than it is just a set of goggles, which if you're going to buy goggles, you're going to need an extra lens, you're going to need tear-offs. So they take care of all that stuff for you, and uh, $74.99 US is uh, an easy asking price. They've also got a 30-day money-back guarantee. If uh, their best fit challenge, if your goggles don't fit your helmet within the first 30 days, get them back to viral for uh, and, and they'll take care of you, no questions asked. Uh, so check out the theviralbrand.com today and uh, and and see what the kind of products and the uh, the accessories that they've got. I love the goggles myself and uh, can't wait to see you guys enjoying them as well. Take care. It's been quite a long time since we last chatted, almost 48 hours, in fact. Uh, Justin Hill, uh, he's dressed in black, except for the very uh, shiny, shiny boots that he's wearing. Uh, and your flame helmet. I'm not going to forget about your flame helmet. Tagger uh, painted that thing up for you. But, uh, yeah, coming off of an impressive finish uh, last weekend, uh, rolling in with a little bit of confidence, a little bit of swagger, what are we going to do this weekend? Uh, the plan is to win, man. Anything that happens other than that is just horse pucky, bro. Okay, fair enough. Or an experience, as you said earlier. It's an experience, yeah, yeah. We're in Hotlanta. You're going to experience a lot of things, but um, hopefully a win is one of them. We'll see. Fair enough. I don't think they have nearly enough logos ironed onto your jersey. Hey, easy, man. It's, 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 do, it's, it's Friday, all is right? This? Saturday... We're going to have all the correct thingies okay. going on. All right. Thingies going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Right. The logos are where they need to be. It's press day. Uh, one one request or one gripe that I hear from a lot of photographers, that they have all these fancy lenses that you guys come out for uh, press day and none of you guys like send it. Like None of you guys like really like throw good whips for the cameras that come out here. Uh, like, are, are, do you guys have something? Do you guys, well, uh, maybe, you're, maybe you're just different. Maybe you are the exception, not the rule, but can we expect a little bit of extra flavor from you? Because you do that even when people aren't looking. I just do it because I enjoy it. I don't. Get, I don't care if somebody has a camera or not. Wow, That's hurtful. <laughs> it's hurtful to cameras everywhere. No, no, it isn't. It isn't because if you're yeah. there to catch it, that means you're a good photographer. You're an opportunist. You're, yeah, you're an opportunist. So yeah. if if somebody is like the way I see it, the best whips ever are going to be got on an iPhone. Most likely of mine because yeah. okay. nobody's gonna be paying attention. And somebody in the stands is like, "Whoa, you see that? Yeah. <laughs> He's got yeah, it on his like, iPhone." Exactly. It'd probably yeah. be like the the last lap of a main event, maybe. Mm, no, everybody's gonna see that. Like oh yeah, because everybody sees that. I'm, but, t- I'm talking like fourth lap of free practice when not and nobody's that, really actually. found their seat yet at Fe- uh, yeah Phoenix. You were doing that at Phoenix off of uh, there was a triple right out of the uh, yeah, yeah yeah Phoenix yeah, right yeah, out of yeah. it was just like like sending right. and I was like is that's anyone right. else watching that? Like I look at all these people they're kind of like looking at no, the phones and like nobody paid attention at all. Yeah that's good fair enough. But uh, like a little bit more time on the bike, uh, a little bit more time on the video game this week. Uh, who, what got more attention this week? Uh, what got more attention? My the bike or the video game? Nah, I, I uh, my guitar got a little bit more attention this I like week. That. I had a buddy come down from South Carolina and jam with me, and uh, cool. we just we played guitar all week. And uh, I rode, rode hard. Bike got attention. Mm-hmm. Video game got a little bit of attention. That was just sort of when you called me. Building tracks. That, and stuff. Yeah, like that was just. Good. That was like 40, 45 minutes, time. really, while you know, while I was sitting yeah. there. Um, but the whoop section together on Big MX Radio. Exactly. I, I was no, I was riding a spec race. Okay. And then when I got the phone, I was like, "Why was I riding a spec race that whole time?" You know, when you're on the phone, you're already right. paying attention to what's mm-hmm. going on elsewhere. I was like, "That was stupid. I should have been building a track." And exactly. I just wasted all that time. How does building a track on that game compare to building your Moonsand track at home? Oh, my moon sand tracks way sicker because you can you can make your own it's obstacles. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Yeah, you, the 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 world is your oyster at that point. <laughs> 
Fair enough, Ben. Well, I appreciate the time, and uh, let's just like turn the, the recorder off and have a regular conversation. Sure. Head to toe, and I mean head to toe. There's not too many guys that can say they're head to toe in one manufacturer of gear, but uh, he's got the the pr- some pretty bright looking boots on, gear to match, and most likely a helmet uh, dre- dressed in uh, in Red Bull. It's got to be Brock Tickle. Yep, for sure. I'm stoked on. Actually, this is a new kit for the weekend and new boots, so excited and looking forward to racing in the new stadium here. Uh, it looks look like it looks like the floor is actually more square than what we've yep. we've had in the past. But um, either way, it looks the dirt is always good here and uh, always excited to race here because it's somewhat of a home race growing up uh, in the southeast. So for me, it's always fun to come back here and see some people I haven't seen in a while and. Uh, to race in front of uh, all these fans. No doubt. Uh, new gear, new stadium, f- like hometown race, like all things looking up, and uh, you're going to be able to hit hit the track for every uh, gate drop for the uh, the main events. That, that's pretty exciting for you. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, I kind of, I didn't really get a true judge of uh, the Triple Crown racing at NM2. I had a mishap in the first lap and actually sheared my foot peg off. If I still finished the race and... Uh, really? Ended up last in that race, but um, the result wasn't obviously what I was looking for because of that race. But uh, looking yeah. forward to getting up front and getting some good starts and hopefully uh, put myself in a position to, to be consistent and hopefully uh, come, come away at the podium. How do you jump a Supercross triple with only one foot on the bike? <laughs> it was pretty tough. I only had literally like a, a, quarter, a quarter of an inch of foot peg left, but uh, I made I still finished, so it was kind of cool to, to put myself through that. It gave me something to... I don't know. It was different, but was happy that I didn't quit. Fair enough. Now, before the first uh, Triple Crown, talking to most guys, they were kind of like, uh, you can't really train for it different. It's not going to be different. But then afterwards, a lot of guys were like, yeah, racing three times, that intensity takes a little bit more out of you. Do you guys do anything different in the week leading up to this or the weeks leading up to this that'll prepare you for uh, like three motos of badassery? Uh, not really. I mean, during the week, we... I, uh, I mean, we do everything. So our program consists of including all three of those things. And um, it's about making it happen during the week and pushing yourself then to make it easier on Saturday. And that's kind of what I dealt with on the off season. That was tough for me. Uh, some days I felt like pushing it hard and some days I didn't really. But uh, now we're about midway through the season and feel like I'm in a good place with the training, the riding, the bike, and everything's kind of moving in the right direction for me to, to keep progressing and getting better. Absolutely, and then like last weekend being your, your, your best finish for the season so far, uh, does that encourage you and have a little bit more uh, confidence rolling in that you can uh, get back to the podium where most people expect you to be? Yeah, for sure. I definitely think that's uh, not out of the question. I I just need to put, my, like I said, put myself in the position. I think everything, once it lines up, will be, uh, I mean, I think people will be surprised. I feel like I've been showing, I think last weekend was maybe my best riding I've had. So then I think that was around 90% of what I'm capable of. So if I can get that extra 10% out of me, I think I can be fighting for podiums and hopefully uh, just stay in the top five the rest of the season and uh, see where it, see where it leads me at the end of the season. Brock Tickle on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Appreciate the time. Yeah, no worries. Atlanta, Georgia, here, home of the Falcons, uh, here with Jordan Smith. Jordan, how's it going? Yeah, it's uh, going pretty good. I uh, just walked into this uh, stadium for the first time and it's pretty breathtaking it's pretty crazy in here you and me both my friend uh a engineering marvel even though the roof doesn't properly work but uh uh let's talk a little bit about the series here uh first of all looking good in the troy league year but uh as far as the uh, the championship setting go not looking so good yeah uh, i mean you know it's so early in the championship and uh the first two races haven't went 
well for me at all by any of my standards. So, um, you know, but not in a terrible place to be after two rounds. Uh, still completely in my control uh, as far as the championship goes. And, you know, I just have to start uh, getting getting some good starts and getting out of the carnage, you know. I feel really good. Uh, like we talked about with my team and everything after last weekend, it's right there. Everything about my riding and my fitness and everything is right there. And, you know, just kind of been one of those unlucky, you know, two weeks. But I think that, you know, you make your own luck. So the unluckiness has came from bad starts, you know, and that's pretty much how, how our sport goes. So, you know, I need to get out front early and, um, and kind of get out of that carnage. And I think I'll be right where I want to be. How did you end up off the track uh, last weekend and uh, slipping on the plywood there? Uh, very similar to uh, Jeremy's crash, actually. The two of you are identical in that scenario. Yeah, I uh, I actually didn't even know that Jeremy had did yeah. that uh, no, during the race. I I didn't even know that he went off the track or anything. Yeah. I, I actually thought that he beat me in the race. Uh, okay. I know we laughed him at one point, but I thought that he had gotten sketchy and went off the track and was just letting us back around him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know that he was a lap down so um yeah and then on that with two laps to go there i um had a bad run through the whoops and davila squared me up and that triple was really kind of deceiving um the i almost jumped off the side of it in practice a time or two and then you know there i thought i had enough room and whenever you don't know and you left every time yeah you know just uh the the face looked like you could go further left than you actually could so you know you don't know that until you're in the air and you're landing on concrete so that was no fun and um, luckily, I didn't really lose any positions, but I uh, wasn't able to move forward any either. So um, that's a bummer, but, uh, yeah, hopefully nothing like that this weekend. What did you think of the sand section uh, from last weekend, and are you happy to not see it today? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to see no sand out here. But, you know, I mean, it was kind of cool. It was a cool section to watch riders go through and stuff. But for the most part, I think for racing, it was pretty one line, you know, other than if someone made a mistake in it but the middle line down it was the fastest it was the least deep so you know i i don't know exactly i didn't go back and watch a lot of the racing so i don't know how many passes were made in it but i would i would imagine it wasn't too many you know just uh other than whenever someone would make a mistake so i guess it was probably pretty cool from a fan's point of view but uh, i think that they could have a sand section or something a little bit where there could be more passing options Fair enough. Can't let you walk away without talking about the uh, incident or the, the, yeah, the incident with you and Jeremy from the first round. Uh, at the end of a long race, you're coming back from being on the ground in the first corner. I got to feel like, uh, like at, at the end of that, you're just like, what else? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it was just the first turn and it was a huge pile up and I was one of the last guys out of it. And then um the i spent the entire race catching jeremy and you know i I always put my head down and i'm just you know thinking the whole time i got to get every point that i can you know i out of all people i know that every point counts i Mm -hmm. went to vegas last year with a with a one point lead so you know um that one point it definitely helps you at the end Mm -hmm. of the year so um and then you know last lap he kind of messed up in that rhythm and and i got right there we were doing a, a separate rhythm and you know i'm like it's last lap i have three corners to go and i just went for it and then you know he he turned down a little bit and you know neither of us shut off and it was definitely a bit aggressive from my side but um you know if i if i had to do it over i would probably try and wait a little longer and Mm -hmm. and make the pass in the whoops or something but um you know it was just one of those decisions the race time decision and you know it's just 
it was unfortunate that we both went down. For sure. And it's also one of those situations where if you hadn't made that pass or if you hadn't at least attempted to make the pass, uh, maybe you come back to the truck and get a rationing your crap from, uh, from from your team manager for, for not at least trying to stick it in there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even for myself, if, if I didn't try to make the pass there and I you know slid out a little bit in that corner if yeah. I mean I, literally if I lost two or three tenths of a second in that turn then it was the race was over for me there was no way I was going to get him so there was an opportunity there and I tried to take it and you know afterwards there's not really regretting you know making that decision and um, but if I would have just let him go and and then not made the pass I might have been thinking about that in Vegas if yeah. I lost by one point like man I should have taken that pass Jeez. like I should have taken that pass uh, at round Jeremy one, you know. The next week, yeah. So it's all good. But well, I appreciate the time, my friend. Best luck this weekend. Yep. Thank you. Cool. Sean Cantrell. Sean, um, a, a sophomore season for you as far as uh, a total year, but uh, your first season in Supercross. What's going on? Um, just trying to figure it out. Just trying to uh, figure uh, figure the tracks out. Um, been struggling in the main events. Been uh, been getting out to good starts, um, but just had had to. Uh, stay away from the tough locks uh, we, we keep going down halfway through the main event so hopefully this weekend we can clean up a few things we got three main events this weekend so we uh we have more opportunities to make a name for ourselves absolutely you need, your starts have been good so that's uh that's definitely a good thing for those shorter races um at the for first round you uh, ended you found yourself in a battle with uh zach osborne he started to kind of push you around a little bit but uh threw it back at him a little bit tell me about that yeah i, I couldn't let the number one just yeah. go by like that you're saucy um, I, he uh, he came into me a little bit and uh, it kind of caught me off guard. So I I had to uh, repay the favor. Um, lucky for me, I got I was still in uh, in second when he tried to uh, to get around me the first time. So then he uh, he tried to come back at me a couple corners later and got just uh, cut underneath him and kind of tagged him a little bit. But he got around me eventually, of course. But um, just not afraid not afraid of the number number one E and not afraid of the rest of the field. So just, uh, just trying to learn my way around the on the track and get to the next race safe no doubt like just be, be like listen old man you hit you hit uh you turn pro on a two-stroke like don't even start uh yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna add on of course well i appreciate the time and uh as far as um the the triple crown how do you think that that's gonna play out for you like uh, obviously you're, you're good in sprints can you go the long race though um do you think you'd be tired by the end i think it's a perfect format for me um obviously i can get out to a, a good start and I love to sprint, so we got, what, 8, 10, and 12-minute yeah. motos, so um, we'll definitely be able to go the long distance, and the short distance will be will be good for me. Like, Perfect. 12 laps. That's right around when I get tired anyway. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thanks again for the time, buddy. No, no problem, guys. Cool.